Merry Christmas! Merry hey. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas! Merry Christmas! I, I ruled off the day, you guys. Happy <laughs> holidays, everyone. I'm an ornament. I love the flashing red nose. <laughs> Maybe I'm a tree topper. You know what I'm saying? Where you be on the top of the there tree. There you go. Didn't well, you, you kind of look like, tree. what's that, the Statue of Liberty? You know how she got oh, the crown? Wow. I do look like the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> Good observation, Karen. Thank you. <laughs> hey, you guys. Welcome to the show. Welcome to Can We Talk Sports. Hey, you guys. This is going to be a phenomenal show. It is the end of season two. We ask you guys to go and like and share this video. If you know any sports moms, any sports grandmothers, any sports uncles and aunties, tell them about Can We Talk Sports, you guys. Like and share this video. If you're on YouTube, go and hit the notification button. We need you guys to support us and we're so happy to be able to bring you all the information that we bring to you and all the guests that we bring on can we talk sports and i am karen and i am a community sports moms because i love all our kids in our community and i support them all i'm a business owner i own a tax business called core fast tax and it's almost tax season so Get your taxes, your bookkeeping in order, and um, and I'm a wife, and I got kids, and all that good stuff. <laughs> well, I'm Carmen, aka Mama D. I'm a sports mom, sports aunt. Like Karen, I support the community. Uh, Trinity Christian, they'll always be my kids. Um, I am a um, wife. Um, of 33 years, almost 34 years, and um, a mom of three um, amazing kids. They're all grown now. They're not even kids. They're adults, young adults. Um, and yeah, I, I wear several hats in business. So yes, that's me, aka Mama D. And I'm Irisha, aka Icy Fashion. Um, I'm a fashion designer, a football mom, um, entrepreneur. I make custom wedding gowns, prom gowns. So if you're if you're from prom, I'll be here soon. Book me. I ship. I book. I uh, take customers all over. Um, I'm also a community mom, and I'm a football mom of a college student, former college student in NFL as well as I'm a mom of two girls. One's in the music industry, one's in the catering business. Um, you can follow me on Instagram, Icy's Fashion, I mean, sorry, Icy Fashion LLC, as well as on Facebook. It's spelled I-S-Y as easy, but it's Icy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys. I am so happy about tonight. I'm so happy. Uh, we started this second season August the 17th, and we have had so many wonderful people on the show. Uh, our producer, JQ, she has taken this show to a whole nother level, and I'm just so excited that we're coming to the end of the second season. I'm just excited about next year and where we're going. We just named some of our guests. We had a 
mother and a son on the show, Carissa and Joshua. We have uh, pro soccer player, pro hockey players. We have black <laughs> girl hockey. We're going to hockey one day. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. So we have, I, you know what? I'm just, you know, just me sharing my own personal information. You guys can share yours too. But um, this season, um, it is this season for me was for the show is anything is possible because, you know, I, it was a lot of different people and me just sending out emails and I wasn't fearful of sending them out. And a lot of people just said, yes, some people just want to be asked and they will just do it. And so I just see this season, second season, that nothing is impossible. Anything is a, anything is possible if you just ask. So that is kind of like what I'm going into 2022 about, that all things are possible for Can We Talk Sports. And we just have to continue to keep it going. And one day, that, that fire is going to light. And it's going to become a wildfire. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's exciting, right. Karen. That's exciting. Tell me some of your th thoughts about season two. Season two for me was about um, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Like um, it's just been an amazing journey. And I'd never thought I would be um, in front of a camera um, let alone doing a podcast or like, this has just been amazing for me. So I know I'm just excited about where the show is going, Karen. I'm excited about all the guests, all the knowledge that I've learned just by interviewing some of the amazing guests. Um, just yeah. learned a lot of good information. Yeah. I am excited. Well, I think my favorite I think the um, kid from SMU with the with the artist, I mean, with the artwork, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I really thought, player. yes, the football player from SMU who has a, uh, who did the artwork and it, it showed his other talent, you know, sometimes they hone in so much on one thing, football all their life, that they don't get to explore their other talents until after it's over with, and, you know, it's good that he's, able, I thought that was just a good way for guys to say hey even while i'm in this thing let me be let me pull out another talent or what else is in in me besides football so i i thought that was a very good one and you know i just i just saw today on the news uh i see that uh smu their um uh, alumni athletes are pulling together a million dollars a year to help the athletes um, with their um, br branding, their name, and everything. So oh, yeah. I, I, that that's, that's amazing. Like I hope other schools and uh, other alumni athletes will pull together and support their school, like SMU is supporting these kids, because that's an amazing thing. That yeah. is amazing. You guys, we are uh, we have an amazing guest on the show. Uh, I saw her on um, Instagram. Her Instagram is uh, Black and Balling. And so uh, she is a writer. Um, 
and she's a, a former athlete and i'm just excited to bring her on the show you guys stay tuned to watch um to watch this show she is going to be an awesome guest and she's going to bring so much knowledge to us as as a former athlete Hey, I'm me, girl hockey. Hi. Yeah, I'm me, girl hockey. <laughs> so sorry a while ago. Yes. She's faithful. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. I can't wait to meet you. I believe we're going to meet you one day. Absolutely. <laughs> exactly. I'd agree. So, so, um, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. So, did we want to do any, um, y'all want to talk about a hot topic yet? Or are we going, are we jumping the gun a little bit? No, you can go on and talk about the hot topic. Go ahead, girl. Mm -hmm. Okay. So looks like I'm the hot topic, a post that I made this week. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, basically the hot topic, you know, um, is mainly about how a lot of individuals, it may be coaches, it may be outsiders looking in, maybe mostly male figures, but sometimes it could be mothers that say it too, that's not so involved with making sure their son is okay, you know, um, and doing and all you're doing is guiding them. Some guys, some people think you're babying your son, you know, and um, I think it's sometimes like a stereotype in mothers, not only black mothers. This is a mother of all race. It doesn't necessarily have to be with just football. It's with any sport. So um, this week I actually made a post because um, – it's just some, you know, it's um some stuff that, that happened. So we can look at a video first. And if y'all want to tap into it after that, we can discuss the whole hot topic afterwards. All right. Let's go. go ahead. Let's go. Yes. Yes. My respect and esteem for moms in general is just off the charts because I would not be the person that I am without my mom. I think when you see a mother's love, um, you realize that it's just so unique that it can only come from one place, and that's from God. A mother's love, and from what I see in my wife to our daughter, it's a very strong love, and it's it's very respectful. They never stop. Dad, sometimes, you know, at least for me, the house gets loud, and I get my eyes get kind of glazed over, <laughs> and it's like, I need to recharge, you know? Moms don't have that luxury. Moms keep going. My father wasn't in my life, and so she played many roles. So multitasker and um, selfless. Moms have a different level of sacrifice, and they just selflessly serve, you know, day after day after day after day. God is all-knowing, and there's certainly been instances in the first year of our daughter uh, being alive where I'm searching for answers, and it seems like her as a mom is all-knowing, and she knows the answers. She knows what our daughter needs. Just the loving, naturing characters of God where he wants the best for us, and he wants us to succeed so bad. I see that with Maria when she looks at the boys, when they're going through anything in their day, she wants them to succeed, she wants them to learn, she wants them to develop, and, and, and those are the characteristics that I see that God wants for us too. When I see Amanda and her compassion for other people, it's just reflecting the light of Christ. I see her being everything to all people, um, giving everybody what they need, and then literally going into birth, sacrificing 
literally sacrificing her body. I would say that watching Jesus and watching what he did for us, we talk about it in such great light, but he suffered tremendously. But it was necessary and it was, it was full of love. And so when I think about her being pregnant, going through pregnancy, and then the beauty of life, that's probably when I, I see most of her, her character look like Jesus. Oh man, that's a tear. I know. Why am I fighting back tears? <laughs> right. I'm trying to oh. cry. Somebody's right. cutting onions. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> My eyes are raining or whatever. They're sweating. Yeah. 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 Wow. We're going out this season with uh, tears about mom. I mean, that was that was awesome. Yeah, Carmen, don't that make me cry, amazing. girl. Don't mm. make me cry. So, if we want to touch back on us. I didn't even know when I posted this that this would be a topic for the show, but I guess it's um um I guess it's a uh, you know just a, a situation that I was actually I not only feel like I've experienced it with indirect stuff, but I've heard and I've had parents that have talked to me about certain stuff that they maybe have done and asked me, hey. They know I'm so involved. You know, me and Karen definitely are deep into stuff. Even if it's not our kid, we try to help. And they're like, hey, do you think I'm doing too much? Or do you think this is okay to say or not say? Because the last thing, and I know me personally as a parent, last thing I want to do is cross the line, even if I'm trying to talk to a coach, whether I know the coach or not. I don't want to come across like in a way where a coach feels like a negative vibe for me when I'm, I may just want to be, concerned or just getting a little clarity about things and believe it or not it's some men and this is no bash on men at all but it is some men that do not like to be questioned by a woman yeah and really as a mom we're not doing that in a sense of i'm trying to question you in an aggressive way hey we just want to know if our sons are in a good space in any right. sports right. Um, when i say with sons and i'm mainly relating this to sons because the 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 it's out there like that boys and men, they're not supposed to cry. They're supposed to be tough and they're supposed to be this, that, and the other. But my whole thing is, it's true. Girls catch on better and faster than guy, boys when it's time to mature. Mm -hmm. You know, they maybe can know how to line up bills the right way. You know, whatever it is, they can get to going in life a little bit smoother than boys because most of the time the girls are like doing the domestic stuff around the house. So my thing is my point that I made, there's some kind of things that um comments that are certain made saying parents are doing too much. Oh, she's doing too much. Oh, she's babying her son all because she may be trying to be present to make sure they don't leave anything out. For example, my son is going through the transfer portal right now. There's some things that, he, he come talk to me about everything and every feeling he has, what he wants, this, that, and the other. But he may talk to another coach and says, well, you need to just go down and do this or go lower or this, that, and the other. But deep down, he like, I want to do this first. I want to give this a shot for, I want to reach for the stars first. And if it, if I fail there, it's not for me. Then I want to, then I, I'm not too big for this other level, but I, I want to be here. So if I'm talking and say, well, this is what he's saying. And they say, well, is it, or do you want it or he wants it? I'm mm -hmm. just relaying what my son has said that for some reason he's intimidated or nervous or whatever to tell you. 
or maybe even worded right. You know, they just so happy sometime to get a coach talking to them. So it's like, yes, sir. Okay. 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 But you haven't asked the main questions. You know what I'm saying? These are lifelong decisions that people are making when they are, um, these kids are not making a decision to just temporary. This could go determine their future or whatever it is, or a dream that they could have touched, you know, and to me, for people to be out there putting judgment on parents who are just really, they're involved in a sense of guiding, not trying to be aggressive or running it. I use yeah. the example of if a kid goes to college and he has to play behind a starting quarterback, he's there for the, the starting quarterback is guiding them or the quarterback coach is guiding them to teach them the playbook or the skill set. If we're struggling in school, what do we do? We get our kid tutoring. You're getting guided and tutored before you go into an exam by yourself. Yeah. So to me, it's the same technique. I have to guide my kid. This is how you talk. This is what you say. Don't leave. Don't be afraid to say this. Speak up. I'm just guiding him to go say this. But if they forget, hey, I need to reach back out. So I think that a lot of times when I mean, I've seen some slugs being thrown on the Internet toward parents and it makes parents, especially single parents question their involvement and mm -hmm. it, your kid a miss your kid a miss out on something important before committing to a school because they fail to get out an understanding of details you know sometimes yeah. this commitment stuff is a paycheck to these guys the more commitments they get that's an extra bonus for them and they know they have no intentions wow. or there's no room on this roster wow anybody else got any feedback on that you know, for me, um, and, you know, it's, you know, sometimes um, it's it's kind of iffy, you know, and I definitely understand where you're coming from. And because we have kids that are shy and um, uh, then there's kids that are spoken, but us as moms, you know, I had to learn when my son was high school, it was up to me as a mom to help get my son recruited now once he got recruited and went off to college then even when you go out, call the college they didn't want to talk to the parents anymore they wanted to talk to right. the athletes so i understand right. they were ready for them to be an adult being a, a person that took ownership of their decision and i do understand that um but still i'm still a mom i'm still concerned about my child and even if he is in college and he's he going through something me as a mom is still going to be concerned now i may you know cross the line and be like okay my son is experiencing this right now but i'm just letting you know and so right now it yeah. is the time for the parents voice there's no more for us being shy about speaking about our kid that yeah. that that day is over it's been so right. much silence when you know in times of growing up and kids being yep. molested because silent, that day is over. It's about yeah. speaking out. And, and you find out 20 years later, this happened to your kid. Yeah, it's time yes. to speak yes. up now. It's time yeah. to speak up now. So it's time, it's, there's no more being intimidated as a mom being able to speak up about their child. And so I just think it's a coach. It's a coach. I mean, that's, that's their issue. I mean, because I did have a coach. Uh, that kind of thought it was ironic that the coach from a college was talking to me versus talking to them. But I understand protocol and everything, but I, I'm the one that seeked out the attention to yeah. my son. So he, he kind of kept talking to me about it. 
And so, man, that's all kind of little quirky things out there. But um, uh, I don't think a mom should ever uh, silence themselves. Yes. I agree. I agree. I think we should speak our minds. I think we should um, get involved. Um, I know they have the the term helicopter parent, you know, where they don't want you to be too much involved, but we do have to be able to look out for the best interest of our children and make sure that they're not getting abused or mistreated in any kind of way. Um, We have to be able to speak out and speak up. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, we could probably keep going and all that. That would probably be a whole show. But we have a a guest that's waiting, uh, Miss Brianna. She is a young lady who has had her hands in different sectors across sports and education. She's a former college athlete, and she is an advocate for sports equity and inclusion. Uh, She's as well as she's a sports host. And so you guys, let's welcome to the show, Miss Brianna. I'm not going to say her last name because I'll probably miss her. Dubois. Dubois. Okay, Miss <laughs> Brianna, Dubois. welcome to the show. Yay! What's up, everybody? My name is Brianna Dubois. I had the opportunity to interview some phenomenal women in sports thanks to Black Sports Network. I think you should check it out. Check this reel. Ooh, second interview. Let's go. Yeah. Here I have. Ari Chambers, she is a host, a mixed media journalist, and the voice of Bleacher Report's women's platform, Highlight Her. In front of me, I have the Natasha Cloud of the Washington Mystics, their point guard. I have Santia Deck in front of me. If you all do not know, Santia is a female football player for the Women's Football League Association's Los Angeles Fames. You're a brand owner, you're an influencer. You're doing this evening. I have Asia Golston of the Jacksonville Jaguars. She is the director of marketing. Brittany Burgess, she's a current assistant coach at Holy Names University in Oakland, California. And she's a filmmaker. She's created this fantastic series called Life After. It's a docu-series basically interviewing former athletes and their experiences, their mental health struggles, everything. I am honored to be here with Shanae Joy Jones, the founder of Grow Our Game NYC. I have Christina Akis with me. She is the VP of Inclusive Diversity at Octagon Sports and Entertainment. Demika. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. We're excited. We're in rare form tonight. uh... (laughs) If y'all would have told me, I would have brought out like my ugly sweater or something. I don't know. I look. I look. I had the freestyle over here. I'm the. I'm a Christmas ornament, just in case you wonder what is going on with me. <laughs> I like it though. I like it. It's unique. Okay. Well, thank you. I feel glamorous. <laughs> <laughs> I told she looked like uh what uh the, the, statue, uh, of the statue of Liberty. The Liberty, right? <laughs> Ready for New Year's Eve. So. Listen, Miss Brianna, uh, we normally play a game called Would You Rather? And uh, I don't, uh, let me just see. I'll come up with with the first question. Y'all, ladies, y'all get y'all questions. Let me see. Would you rather be a, um, no, would you rather eat cabbage or 
uh, greens. What type of greens? Uh, like mustard and collard greens. Probably greens. greens. My mom, like, she cooks greens every single week. So I grew up with <laughs> greens in my house. <laughs> so that's like a no-brainer for me. <laughs> so what kind of greens, Brianna? Uh, usually kale, sometimes mustard greens. It just depends. Mm -hmm. But yeah, throw some throw some meat in there. Yeah, that was like a staple in my turkey. house. Growing up. Some turkey wings. Some smoked exactly. turkey wings. Some smoked turkey. You already know. <laughs> what about okay. you? So, would you rather? So, I'm asking the would you rather question, right? My mind. Okay. So, would you rather? I'm going to stay in the holiday spirit with this one. Would you rather be a Christmas tree <laughs> or a light? Oh, wow. Um, I would totally be the lights because the lights make up the Christmas tree. If you don't have any lights, it's like, you It's know, just a tree. What's, okay, yeah, good it's just point. A tree. It's evergreen. It's just okay. Go outside and look at a tree, you know what I'm saying? Oh, like, yeah. That's a good answer. Yeah. Okay. That's that good. good. Lights. That's Okay. And yeah, the lights are the stylists. They they make the tree. Yeah, okay, the tree. so Brianna, let's see. Would you rather um hmm, would you rather be um on a island or in the cold, like in Alaska, snow <laughs> or skiing in Colorado? Oh, uh, definitely an island. Like, I love the islands. Like, that's my favorite place on earth for <laughs> So you don't want to be cold? Oh. No, Swimming on the beach, the island. On the beach, mm -hmm. drinking hand, bright sun, white sand, blue, clear blue water. Not, you know, oh, we got mm -hmm. that over here. Mm -hmm. What's your favorite <laughs> island? Um, that I've been to probably Aruba. Aruba was really fun. It was beautiful. The food was oh, delicious. Yeah. Um, it's very diverse there, and mm -hmm. uh, the beaches are phenomenal. So, oh, and it's wow. outside the hurricane belt, which they tell us yeah. all the time when we were there. Oh wow! Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. okay. Aruba. So let's get into this interview. Um, how about you start out just telling us who you are and uh, what it is that you do? Sure. Um, I'll try to be as concise as possible, but um, my name is Brianna DeBose. DeBose is how you pronounce it. Everyone always gets caught up on it and you're like, should I say it? Should I? You know, it's been my entire life, but um, it's DeBose. So um, what I do on a day to day is I'm a management consultant. I work um here in the DC area on the East Coast. Um, we service, my firm services clients like across the country from any sector from like technology to environment and sustainability to government folks, um, government clients. And uh, that's kind of like my day to day. And then, you know, when I clock out of work, I am, uh, well, technically I'm still clocked in, but my second job is I'm an advisor for Georgetown Sport Industry Management Program, their master's program. Um, so I read a bunch of, <laughs> a bunch of papers, um, and I guide master's candidates, you know, to graduation and through their, you know, process to get their master's degree um, and, you know, through their professional goals and what they want to accomplish and so on and so forth. Um, 
And then the third thing that's kind of been my life is um, I'm an author, forthcoming author of a book called ABCs for College Athletes, A Practical mm-hmm. Guide to College Sports. Um, so those three things have pretty much been consuming my life. And then when I have time for it, I will be running black and balling. That's that's like my that's like my sphere of things that I do. Um, I'm a former Division One athlete. I played women's basketball. Um, I'm not too far removed, but I do tell people that I am retired because my knees tell me that I'm retired. My back yeah. tells me I'm retired. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, I still I still love working out and all those cool things, but I am retired and I'm more so on the advocacy side um, and pushing for for change and equity and all that good stuff in sports. So, yeah, that's pretty much what I do in a in a concise, like packaged packaged version. That is awesome. I love it. I saw that you were um, you. you was a published researcher, so you probably like yep. to read a lot. Um, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. I mean, academia academia is like a whole different like beast. It's um a lot of journal articles and just you know you're just reading for days and days and days. And so um, when I had a chance to publish some research that I did for my master's program, it was really cool. Um, cause it was, you know, it's personal to me because it's, right. it's research that I've done. So, um, yeah, it's, it's tedious, but it's really rewarding after you're, after you're finished. I love it. The fact that you have a master, you know, I think it's done, you know, how it, he had this cloud about dumb jocks that they only go to school just to play uh, sports type of thing. Uh-huh. And so lately, you know, you guys, you athletes are killing it. You're getting your degrees <laughs> and you're getting your master's. Masters. Doctors. I mean, you, I just love it. I, you know, mm-hmm. so, so, you know, can, can, can you kind of give us some of your passion behind black and ball and where did that come from? You know, what was it that caused you to just, you know, start doing something like that? Well, um, Black and Balland started over a year ago at this point, almost like a year and a half. So pretty much like around when the pandemic started. I feel like everybody like created some type of side hustle or some type of new brand when the pandemic, you know, started because we were all stuck in the house. Um, But for me... I was reposting a lot on my personal page and I'm still trying to grapple with like merging your personal page with your business page and trying to like, you know, post a quote unquote exceptional amount and like not blow up everyone's timeline because you're reposting so much stuff. So what ended up happening was um, a lot was going on in the world with the pandemic, but also with the other pandemic that we were having or are still having um, with police brutality and systemic injustices. And for the first time in my life, I was seeing um, athletes speak out in droves and prominent athletes at that speak out in droves about like, no, this is wrong. Like this, we have to take a stand against this. Like diversity matters, equity matters, black people matter. Um, You know, so I was reposting a lot of that content on my personal page and I was like, okay, let me like find a place where I can house all this so that I can like inform people about it because it's phenomenal i'm like michael jordan's giving money the nfl commissioner's giving money people are just throwing out diversity statements left and right you know these organizations that have like zero diversity are like you know we value equity and inclusion blah 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 blah. so 
it was a huge wave of that. And um, I, I created Black and Balling because I was like, I wanted it to be something from my perspective as a Black woman and a Black, you know, former Black female athlete and the experiences that I had, but also to um, validate and highlight what's going on in the world of sports um, through a Black lens and all that good stuff. So that's kind of where it started. Um, and then, you know, my inspiration uh, was kind of catapulted when I when I met with a, so I just got out of grad school and I met with a um, sports exec at a uh, major sports company. Think like top five sports companies in the world. And what ended up happening was, he was like, you know, we're on a hiring freeze right now. And, you know, what I look for is when people are in transition or, you know, don't have work or whatever, like, what are they doing on the side? Are they volunteering their time for organizations? Are they creating things? Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, well, shoot, I need to dedicate my, my time to finding a job, but I could also create something uh, to where I'll have flexibility to do on the side. So, um, you know, it kind of catapulted from there. And then people started reaching out to me for certain things or uh, to do certain projects like you saw in the beginning. Um, that was a collaborative project with Black Sports Network. And um, yeah, it's been really cool. It's been a really cool ride. I'm in year two of Black and Ballin'. Um, I, I totally wish I could be on it more, but uh, I've been like, this book has been consuming my life um, <laughs> over the past couple of months. Um, but when something big happens or I just need to chime in on a certain topic that's happening in the college athletic space um, yeah. that could help black athletes um, and allies that are uh, for black athletes in the community, I do it. Yes, you do. So and so <laughs> that's where I saw you at. I saw this video and I'm gonna <laughs> share this video. And I'm like, this baby got, she, uh, she bold. So we're going to share this video real quick for you guys to see it. Let me turn it on. Wait, let me hit the, oh, let me hit the mute button. Each young men and women about sex, about dating, what's it like as an athlete, you know, healthy relationships and practices of how to protect yourself. There's a better way than to have someone who's dealing with a really open, you know, very media focus and, you know, could be controversial case, um, which we don't know any about anything about because we don't know her personally, there's a better way. And at the end of the day, regardless of who's coming in and speaking, your team doesn't even respect her as a person because immediately when she walked in, they're laughing, they're not focused, they're not giving attention, they're not showing respect, and that speaks volumes. They already made up their minds on how they're going to view her and what she's talking about before she even spoke. So that speaks to your program and uh, it's kind of messed up, but there's a better way to do it. There's specialists, licensed practitioners that do this stuff. I'm just saying. Dion. <laughs> okay. So that yes. was so prime. That, uh, yes. I, I saw uh, the young lady that he brought in to his mm -hmm. uh, football team, to, mm -hmm. and I went back to look at her page, and I was like, "Ooh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah." <laughs> mm -hmm. So you were speaking out to that. What's your thoughts? Yeah. Um, you know when I when I posted that video, I was just kind of like floored that he would do something like that because I'm like, dang, like. I understand. I think it's, yeah, I think it's, it is his second year coaching in college. So I'm like, maybe you didn't get the memo, but like, 
this is a reflection of your university. This is a reflection of your program. So it's not even a matter of like who she is, but it's just a matter of timing. And that's what I put in the comments. And I also put it in a follow up. Um, I put it on my story or whatever, because Reels only gives me like 60 seconds to like compartmentalize all this, you know, information and blast it out to people. But um, ultimately, at the end of the day, it's kind of like you don't. How can I phrase this? So everybody pretty much watches CNN or knows of CNN, right? And everyone knows what happened with Chris Cuomo and his brother and all of that. The Like universities wouldn't hire Chris Cuomo to come speak to their political assignment or, excuse me, political science department right now because it's too hot. And it's like, we don't know everything that's, the, the case is still ongoing. You know what I'm saying? So- that was kind of the first thing. So I just felt like what she's dealing with is private and we have no clue. And it's we're, it's now in the court of public opinion. So everyone has their, you know, their take on it. But it's like we have no clue because we don't know her directly. Right. And right. so that was the first issue that I had. The second one was that um, I think there's a better way to deliver um, pertinent information like this to young adults you know I pretty much look at them like little boys like you're basically a kid when you're in college still you're trying to figure it out you're still relying on your parents and guardians heavily like there's so much going on and I mean shoot even after graduation you're still like what just happened I need help you know so there's a better way to um, teach young men about uh, dating and about healthy relationship habits and things like that because I doubt that he even had that conversation with his team like have you talked to your team about you know safe sex practices have you talked to them about you know balancing platonic relationships have you talked to them about not only um you know from a romantic standpoint but just a respect standpoint like respecting young women and like you may have a female boss one day or be working in a female dominated industry like you have to be able to be in the same space as women. And I didn't like uh -huh. the way that it was framed because at the end of the day, it's like, I don't want um, him to frame it. as like, all oh, women are trying to trap you. Like, like slow your roll. You're at Jackson. No offense to him. You are at Jacksonville. Is this Jacksonville or Jackson State? State Jackson, Jackson State, State University. And I, I don't think a lot of your guys are going to go to the NFL, right? You're building a program up, right? You're building a prominent HBCU up, but the history speaks for itself. You know, those guys are usually coming from Alabama's of the world, LSU's, the SEC. And so, I mean, other than his own, I think he has two of his children on the team or something like that. Mm -hmm. I, I don't mm -hmm. think that they're worried about women trapping them. They're worried about their future and like, you know, how to balance healthy relationships and how to do like the basics. I'm like, you jump from the basics, which they probably haven't even grasped yet, to flying this woman in who's dealing with a very controversial case that's ongoing. And the the last and third or fourth thing that I really didn't like was the fact that they didn't respect her. Like, I have never, all my years of playing, like, when a, when a coach brings in a speaker, you are respectful, you're clapping, you're asking questions, you're attentive. Mm -hmm. You know, you you don't just bust out laughing and, you know, are hooting and hollering, right? Because in my mind, I'm like, they're just viewing her as one, either a sex object or two. Right. Um, they aren't even taking the information that, that she's saying seriously. It's going one in ear, it's going in one ear, 
out the other year. So that was kind of like the four things that I felt like when I first seen the video, I was like, what is he doing? Like, I think the intent was there. I do think more conversations with student athletes in regards to sex, in regards to relationships and, you know, uh, healthy dating practices is necessary. It needs to happen. But I'm like, dude, you, there's so many specialists and people that would do this. Better yet, you are a former, very, very, like, Hall of Famer NFL player. You could have said, called one of your folks up from the NFL league office and said, hey, um, do you have a player development person that could come speak to my team? You know, because the NBA oh, and the NFL, they all do this. Like, every league does this pretty much and has people um, who that's their sole job to come in and say, we're going to do training on relationships or groupies or fans or whatever, and how to balance all that and life outside of your sport. Um, so he could have easily just like called someone like that, but he didn't. And then like, also he made it public. So I'm like, dude, you just, you could have totally done this under wrap, like just under wraps and nobody would have known. And your team would have had this unique experience and that's cool. Like there's plenty of stuff that hap- that goes on in college sports that just happens like that, but the public never sees it, right? Right. But he chose to really hype it up, and it was just like out there. So that's <laughs> that's that's where my reasoning is. And I'm like, man, like the delivery of this was terrible, but like I get it. But it was just bad. Like it just was bad. <laughs> and everybody had something to say about it. I was like, okay. And the only person that I actually responded to was a few um, a few colleagues that I that I have that have played sports um, before. So I'm like, if you've played sports, chime in. Like, if you've played sports at a high level, one of my friends, he played in the NFL. I'm like, what do you think? So um, everybody had mixed feelings about it. But I'm like, oh, if you are not an athlete and you're just trying to, like, you know, instigate on here, I'm not responding to you. But, right. yeah, it was interesting. Mm. So – in elaborate, like I guess I understand. I guess I see the side you see as far as it goes. You know, not to go into a debate or anything, mm-hmm. but I think that sometime when it comes to, say, for example, a kid that's constantly getting in trouble, mm-hmm. and so there's somebody who went to prison before, versus somebody who never been to prison or jail, whatever it may be, and a person who's never been there that's trying to tell you something that they've never experienced firsthand, they're, they're going to more likely respect the person who's been through that process. So to me, it was almost like the opposite of what he did. It's almost like, let me show you the predator who was out there to get your money. Let me put you in the mind. Let me see. Let me show you the mind of a person. If you want to call her a gold digger, whatever, you know, they label her as. So I just kind of took it like, yeah, the way they la- they laughed and stuff, that was a little weird. But I think at the same time, we're dealing with kids that are still teenagers. They laugh. Yeah. These are not grown men yet. A lot of people mm-hmm. forget that you're in college. You done buffed up. But most of y'all are 17, 18, and 19. <laughs> Basically. You know what I'm saying? So that's teenagers. that childish side of them. Mm-hmm. But to me, why not get ahead of it? Let me put you in the mind of how this is going to work. So when it happens, you recognize it. Mm. They may come very pretty. I'm going to tell you, my oldest son went to the NFL. He had Eric Williams from the Cowboys and his mentor sit him down and said, let me tell you, he was going to L.A. He got drafted to play with the Rams as a free agent. They let him know straight up, 
when you come out of a practice, it's girls sitting here. When you go, it's a certain bar that they know NFL guys go to. They uh -huh. all right there. This is how they. some people's goal is I'm going to get me an NFL player. Mm -hmm. So they sat him down and told him this is how it's going to work. They trying to let you know. Now, look, I'm trying to save you a trip from getting caught up in some scandal. Mm -hmm. So if you don't, you know what I'm saying? So to me, I don't know how many people I didn't ever pay attention to the comments. Of, I didn't even know it was backlash about the video he put up. Mm -hmm. I took it as. You got to show them before they, you know what I'm saying? Relationship or whatever. A specialist ain't going to come through there and be able to tell them nothing but what they think or assume. Mm -hmm. Versus a person who has hemp, has dealt with it. Red. She's telling you, I'm a snake. I do this. You know what I'm saying? She's <laughs> telling you the conniving crap that she does. And maybe some of her other people that she running a circle with. So I took it as like, that was a good learning, learning tool for them. And maybe it was handled. I mean, I do think they was a little childish with that other part. I just took it as like somebody got to tell them because, yeah, it's an HBCU that look like kids are not going to go to the NFL, but they finna go to the NFL with it with, with Emmett. I mean, with Emmett, with um, Dion. Dion being there. So more is going to start coming there. You know what I mean? He mm -hmm. already got the attention on them because of who he is. That school mm -hmm. just in one, two seasons, one was a COVID season. They probably already experiencing that. My son was at A&M and he was a freshman. He was numbers 18 years old. He had 25 year old women after him. Mm, Before wow. he got out of high school, I found that we talk about it now. It was grown women who were friends, not friends of mine, but like was around our group of boys that was playing, that was trying to get him because they saw a meal. Oh, he going to the NFL. Mm, wow. So to me, I take it as it seemed kind of crazy, but sometimes they say the experience is your best teacher. Or somebody who has actually went through that experience. So mm. just kind of looking on the other side of it and not such a bad way. That's the way to look at it as well. You know, because you're right. Some of them guys ain't probably never been through none of that. Ain't going to never see it. But at least if they ever do, they going to recognize it. Yeah. You know, you got to hear you. You can tell people all day long, don't do this, don't do this, don't do this. It's up to them to do it. But at least they know somebody tried to warn them before they did it. Yeah, that's real. I mean, I I'm always down for for hearing all sides, all sides. Yeah. Um, you know, ultimately, ninety nine percent of college athletes don't go on to play professional sports, so it's an extremely small like percentage that's going. And I mean, even when you were talking, it's like your view is like you know this woman's coming in and she's showing you know, exactly step-by-step step what she did to, like, get PJ. But nasty but guys, yeah. <laughs> right, 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 right. Did you did you hear your language, though? Like, if you ran it back, it was like, dang, but, like, where's the accountability on PJ's end? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. I heard through the grapevine that he was cheating, like, he wasn't holding up his end of the bargain, and obviously she didn't get herself pregnant by herself. You know what I'm saying? Right. So the onus and the uh, victimization is off. Yeah. yeah, and it's always yeah. – on, yeah. on the woman, it's like, nah, she no, out here I'm like saying that It's on you know both of them. It's on yeah, both but of it's, them. But, but the highlights often on her, though. On her, yeah. You know? So I yeah. do often see the point on that her. they don't. And they always want to blame yeah. the woman. Oh, she just won't clout and all that. I hate that. Yeah, so and it's like, yo, that. it's like 
these dudes, yes, you need to understand what's coming to you, but you also need to have some boundaries. You need to understand how to just navigate these people. situations. You can say no, right? You, yeah, you, they, they don't just leap, agree. Yeah. Right? They don't just leap up in your bed, and you know you. And nine months later, a baby ends up happening. So, yeah, um, you know, it's it's yeah. it's a tricky situation. Yeah, I do I do think in some cases shock therapy, you know, or just exposure there i don't know what the proper terms is but yeah. you know just kind of bluntly saying stuff will stick in especially in kids minds like a little bit longer but mm. um they should have balanced that out and or kept it private because it just didn't look really good it wasn't a good look <laughs> yeah what you got carmen well i i just want i wanted to ask you some more about the black and balling like what kind of content like what when we go like what mm -hmm. what kind of things can we see there on um, black and balling um mm -hmm. if i reflect back on my past year usually i do content in a rotational so i take a holistic perspective and i'll be like okay i'm gonna do this week i'm gonna do content on career development for athletes or um this week i'm gonna talk specifically about uh race and and gender equity in sports um, and then maybe the following week I'm doing content in regards to athlete transitions and balancing life after sports or something like that. So I usually do it in a rotational. Um, as of late, I've been more so commenting on kind of what's going on in the sports space and then dropping some some nuggets of, uh, you know, just um, guidance or whatever I can give. Yeah, nuggets of wisdom, um, mm -hmm. some guidance. Because like I said, what's been taking up most of my time has been this book. So my rotational has been a little bit off. But I was like, I got enough content on there. People can go back and watch it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's usually something around there. And some, sometimes I usually will speak specifically to um, to Black athletes. And I'm just like, you know, this is what you need to be doing. This is some advice that you can take with you. Um, you know, anything that you know, is short and I can just say it and they'll you know receive it so tell, tell us about us a little book. bit okay. yeah, exactly that's what i was going to say and how did you come up with the name abc right. oh yes that's my book right on the screen yeah um <laughs> that's my i actually have it right next to me <laughs> um yeah i have a i have a proof copy next to me i'm like going over it um literally as we speak, um, going over it and before it's officially out. Um, but I came up with the book about a year and some change ago. Um, I just, when I did a like brief search on the internet, I was like, why isn't there a guide out there for athletes? Like, why isn't there some type of blueprint, some type of landscape overview of what's to come, what to expect? Um, I didn't see any of that. I saw usually when I Google, like went on Amazon, I was like, oh, I'll see athlete transition stories of people, you know, this is what happened to me in college. This, These are some life lessons that came of it. Maybe I'll see um, athletes in money or athletes in career development, but it's usually like a one-off. Like it doesn't encompass everything. And so I was like, okay, let's make a simple guide. And um, everybody knows ABCs one, two, three, um, you know, from childhood, right? These aren't your average yeah. ABCs. These are, um, you know, I go into some pretty mature topics, but I wanted to keep the book concise. I wanted to make it practical. I wanted people to say like, oh, this is thought provoking. Like, 
you know, maybe I should ask my coach about this, or I had never thought about it that way. Like, I didn't even know graduate assistantships were available if I go look for them, or, you know, maybe I should take my health a little bit seriously because I get one body and, you know, they're trying to push me to perform so much that I'm hurting myself. So just little things like that. I just wanted to impart some knowledge um, because at the end of the day, you get one body and, um, these coaches will run it into the ground if you're not um, if you're not careful. And so, uh, like, I wanted to make this information accessible. I was like, if nobody, if they have, if an athlete has nobody to guide them, no help, no nothing, then you know how can they still get some points across and still be able to navigate this really tricky situation? Yeah. If you got twenty bucks, here you go. You know, yeah. at least you'll be well on your way, whether you're entering in, whether you're already in it and you're like, what I need to change up some things and really reassess or you're transitioning out from college. Um, you know, this book is kind of just going to help you. That's yeah. good. So That's when good. is it when is it coming mm-hmm. out and how can people purchase the book? Well, it is coming out at the top of the new year. I had to push back the date a little bit. Um, my publisher is experiencing some delays. Um, but it's going to come out at the top of the new year and I'll formally announce like a date. Um, yeah, it's on, it's on my website. You can find out more there. Um, and you know, get more, more information about the book and, um, order your pre-order copies and all that good stuff. Cool. Great. Tell us one nugget. Give us one little nugget from the book. One little nugget. (laughs) Should I read like an excerpt from the book? (laughs) Yes. 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 Okay. Okay. All right. One of my favorite chapters is the health chapter because this was a big one for me. I had to get knee surgery and had a bunch of, well, not a bunch, but I had two season ending injuries. Wow. And a lot of times college coaches are constantly pushing you past your limits and you don't even realize it because you're young. So this is, um, This is from Health, the chapter uh, H. And I say, imagine you're a car, an expensive car in an expensive lot. You're in an elite percentage, basically an exclusive Ferrari. Everyone knows cars need to be maintained. In the same way, finding a mental health therapist or doing some extra physical therapy for your body will only help you be more efficient as an elite athlete. Maintenance, we're talking about maintenance. If you run your car or if you run a car into the ground, it will no longer work. Ignoring flashing warning lights, not getting tires changed after a certain mileage or neglecting to get an oil change are decisions that have a consequence. The car will not run. In the grand scheme of being an athlete for your school, they bring in new Ferraris just like you every single year. One of your coaching staff's main responsibilities is recruiting, bringing another you or an even better you into the program the following year. When you run up your mileage or acquired some dents and dings along the way, the school will always go out and get another car. Always. The cycle will continue whether you're there or not. Remember, you are part of a business. Where do old cars go? You know where they go. They get discarded for something new or traded in for something that runs more efficiently. 99% of college athletes do not go on to play professional sports. 99%. Advocate for yourself. Wow. That's good. That's good. They'll go find another you, whether you're there or not. It's a business. <laughs> yeah. Somebody just got out to the junkyard. said that. 
like he literally. literally before I got on the podcast, a phone call came in from a former Cowboys player to have mm-hmm. a conversation with my son. And he talked about, um, you know, look, and it was a post speaking of Dion that he had posted and said, we know you guys have options. Mm-hmm. You know, it sounds great. You guys have options in the portal right now, but don't play too long because these coaches have options too. Mm-hmm. For so sure. He was. He told. He told my son the thought because you know he just posted his offer and stuff. He said, "Whatever you mm-hmm. do, get in that portal and get out of it." Mm-hmm. He said because mm-hmm. they're holding up a spot, whether it's a walk on, whether it's a scholarship, get in there and get out. Because once bowl games are over, it's gonna go. It's crazy now, but mm-hmm. it's gonna yeah. be even more crazier. He said, "Make you know, don't don't play around with this decision." You know. Yeah. That's real. I I wish I had the portal when I was in college. I'm telling you, yeah, yeah. it's a whole different ball game now. I'm like, and the real tricky part about it is, it's a business because as soon as mm-hmm. he posted his offer a while ago, he'd been having that offer four weeks. He finally mm-hmm. offered. He had posted. There's been a little miscellaneous and toying around, and nobody ever pulled his trigger. But as soon as he posted it, now his inbox is blowing up. Wow. With coaches, I don't understand that. It's like they want to see who's gonna. Mm-hmm. I don't know who's gonna offer yeah. first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you. It's a business. Mm-hmm. Can you get the best athlete first, or what is the big deal about this athlete? Let's let's try to pull him from here. You know, so mm-hmm. wow, mm-hmm. wow. Well, you uh, we know that you're on the East Coast, and we don't want to keep you up too oh, much yeah. longer. But we want to just thank you for coming on the show. Um, tell people how, again, how they can find you, where to go follow you at. So they'll be able to see the notification when you say my book is ready. So how they can get in contact with you. Sure. Um, well, my website's down there and it has all my social media on it and my LinkedIn. So if you want to like talk anything professionally or like want to hear more about the work that I do, hit me up on LinkedIn um, because a lot of times messages get kind of weird on Instagram. You're like, who is this person? What do they want? What's going on? What's their message request? Um, I will be announcing the book on Instagram at Brianna L. DeBose and on Black and Ballin. So yeah, all the stuff that's been posted like in this video, you'll be able to find me um, and I'll see it. So all right. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. Thanks. I love this. This is great. <laughs> yeah. Now, how did your mom participate with you in sports? How was your mom? How important was it to have parents? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. My mom. So my mom is an academic. She um so she was a big stickler on like what school are you going to does the coach have your best intention she was asking all the mm-hmm. tough questions that's what and i was like mom don't say anything don't say anything why are you doing this <laughs> you know what? When I ref- yeah when i reflect back on it now i'm like yeah i mean what she was doing made complete sense but i was just so like just focused on getting the scholarship and maintaining eligibility and all that sort of stuff. I was like, don't mess with my chance of playing time. What you doing? Yeah. Right. Asking these questions, but it's like, you should be able to ask questions. It's your future. Yeah. yeah you should you be able to ask questions without being penalized. Yeah. My mom is still everything in my life. Um, and still is guiding me. She's she's like, yo, volume two of this book needs to be the parents edition. So yes. I have to uh, call y'all up and be like, y'all trying to chime in on this book. Because she's <laughs> like, I'm still traumatized from this experience. I'm like, well, you're traumatized? You went through a lot? <laughs> 
I was there. Well, she's traumatized. <laughs> yeah, she was just like that process was crazy and just man, you know, all the things that you go through and and what you see. Um, you know, I'm a first generation athlete, so you know, not mm. not the first in my family to go to college, but like the first to kind of compete at a Division yeah. One level. And it's like oh, wow. my parents had no clue, like no yeah. clue at all what, what all happened? goes into it. First red what rodeo, question, yeah. yeah. What what questions to ask? How these coaches be playing games? You know what the transfer yeah. process is like? All that stuff. So. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was, it was a learning curve for everybody, but yeah, she's she's trying to get in on the second volume of the book. That's right. Tell her, come on, we need some more sports moms to be on the show. She could be we one sure of do. our coming oh, yes. She'd love to talk to y'all. <laughs> <laughs> so come on. Next season, we're going to probably come back in March of next year for season three. And so we are okay. looking for other sports moms. And so she's welcome to come because we want to be able to have them all around, you know, mm, so they absolutely. can feed right, back into their community. Absolutely. I'll definitely mention it to her. Yeah. Um, but this was great. This was fantastic. It was great chatting with you all. Thank you. We enjoyed Thank you. So you. Thank you. We so appreciated much. you. I love Brianna. your personality. I, <laughs> I loved the book. I, when I'm looking for a good book, uh, I'm looking for, does it read smoothly? Is it something I can get through quickly? Does it, and your book covered all of those things. So you guys get the book. Um, I'm sure it's going to be good information in there. So thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. I, I, that was one of my biggest things. I was like, I want this to be like a, a, a quick read, one that's informative and one yeah. that doesn't like have your brain working uh-huh. too hard. Like I want yeah. you to exactly. scribble in the margins. Um, words, I have to stop and look up. That's right. That yeah. is good. I'm going to share it. I can't wait till you post it. I'm definitely yeah. going to share it. Yeah. Thank you. I need all the help I can get. Woo. I need all the share, help I can Share, retweet, so. repost. I'll do the whole nine because I, I like what yes. you said on there, especially that segment you read. Yeah. A lot of people need to be informed about that. That was really, really good. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate it. I'm excited. We to can all relate to a car going to, you know, the used car lot. You already after, know. You know, or the junkyard. <laughs> the junkyard. We can all relate to that. So, yep. yeah. You know, it gets life. discarded. It's over. It's done. <laughs> you already know. It's, um, I, when I was just kind of running through which type of analogy I wanted to put for that, I was like, Boom, car. You come in fresh. They run that car. The mo those miles up, you get some things uh-huh. along the way, and they're like, Oh, yeah. either you're gonna get discarded or they're gonna trade you in with a transfer coming in, right? right. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Spot. Uh-huh. It's right. over. Newest model. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You already know. That's so. good. And so those miles start when you start uh teaching your kid at an early age. Because, you know, you talk about burnout and all that kind of stuff. So if you start your kid at nine on a particular mm-hmm. sport, those miles are adding up, adding up. So, wow. That's yeah, good. you're putting on a lot of mileage. And to, yeah. to the parents that want to have their kid in at, like, age five, like, just make sure that they're playing other sports, too. Because you, if you were constantly working the same muscles over and over again, it could lead uh-huh. to injuries. You know, if you've been playing and doing the same thing for 20 yeah. years, yeah. you know. It can really, really, really um, impact your health. Um, people are like, you're so young. I'm like, yo, but I've been play, played sports almost 20 years of my life. That means I was close to retirement if, it's, if it was actual job, you know? So yeah. it right. is what it is. 
All right. Well, we enjoyed you. Thank you so much. And we really appreciate it. And so maybe after you could release your next book or do another conference. Trying to get this post. one off the ground. <laughs> right. Well, go, trying to get this one off the ground. <laughs> see, like if you could go to every high school and see if you could get the coach to buy it just to have it as a resource for athletes to read. Uh, you know. Uh -huh. So mm -hmm. it seems like it would be something like that. Yeah, I'm starting right. Um, my outreach is starting right here in the DMV. There's a lot of um, really good local high schools and um, colleges in the area. And um, I'm be like, hey, you need a copy of the book or you're trying to, you know, get your athletes, um, you know, copies of the book or whatever. So, right. That'd be good. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Brianna. It has been a pleasure. Yeah. Absolutely. Karen, Carmen, Arisha, thank you so much. You're welcome. You're, welcome. You're welcome. so welcome. Good night, good night everybody. Good, right, night. good night. Enjoy the holidays. Yes. She was amazing. Well, she was. She was, especially her calling out Dion. Cosin, mm -hmm. come on. You could have did it a little bit better than this. <laughs> <laughs> She was bold. <laughs> I didn't even get to see that at first. Yeah, until we did this podcast. But yeah, I didn't realize. I didn't realize they had gotten backlash on that. I didn't. I guess I didn't go into the comments and look and see that people had like mixed. You know, I guess yeah. everybody got their, you know, about their it. opinions and how. Yeah, and that's and, fine. And I didn't know who that girl was. I don't know what controversial thing that was out about I, her. I happened to just see her floating around on, because um, I didn't really know who she was either until I saw, you know, how sometimes in some training, like on the shade room, they may post some and they say, so-and-so did this or finesse some kind of basketball. And I, I didn't even know her then. And I'm like, who is this female? And so I kind of went, you know, because they tag you, go to the page and I see it, but I'm like, where did she come from? You know what I'm saying? I didn't, yeah. mm -hmm. but she's obviously an Instagram knowable. So I didn't, I wasn't familiar with her at all. I still ain't. I just know her from that now, you know, from right. the, not the Dion thing, but slightly. Had I not saw the other post about whatever her and her baby's dad is going through, the NBA player, then I wouldn't have even known who that was that he brought in there. Oh, okay. Like, See, that's a form of how they do, I guess, or whatever. But again, mm -hmm. she make a point. It take two of them, you yeah. know. Mm -hmm. So whatever he did, he did something to cause whatever thing. It ain't just on her either. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So yeah. you guys done your Christmas shopping yet? Yeah, no. I'm pretty done. I think I got one or two things left to get. I got done early, baby. My oh. kids ain't babies no more. Only one get all the stuff is little baby. <laughs> Your grandbaby got her out the way. Her 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 mama really getting it going. So I'm like, good. But oh. she got a birthday coming February, so she have more stuff in February. You know, right oh. after. All right. Well, mm. you guys, not thank me. you so much. Oh, what? What you? No, I'm not, guilty I'm not, over there. I'm not even close. Like she talking about. Mm -hmm. She feel bad. She knows she's supposed to have had this. I day. haven't bought one. Thing I had yet. my job. I see my job. Like up until last Tuesday, like I didn't have any free time. Any I free time. No worries. So. I just did it online. Because mm -hmm. <laughs> no, but I'm, I mean, my job. I couldn't. I mean, the way my job is, like, uh, 
during the enrollment season, like I didn't have, I was working 12 hour days on and Saturdays and just didn't like, I can't like go and get on the computer, do something else while yeah, I'm on the phone. With, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You might just yeah. have to balance you a day out and say, okay, today, this is what I'm going to do. Yes. That's what I'm going to do. I'm not going to lie. That is yeah. how I did it. I put the sewing machine up early and for mm -hmm. about two nights straight, I made myself put it all to the side. Don't mess with nothing. And I like either shut it down early or just didn't bother with it. And I took out the time. Like on top of that, I I usually pay my bills as soon as they're done. And then I start realizing, girl, you was doing this stuff. You ain't even taking out the time to pay these online bills. And mm -hmm. you, I have to make myself do it. And that's what you're going to have to do. And see, I'm mm -hmm. you know, it's supposed to be preaching this to me. <laughs> but somebody preached it to me. So I'm going to tell you, it don't matter. Look, take out the time. Give yourself a day or two to take a break or just to shut down early. Yeah. Mm -hmm. To get it done. If you yeah. gotta do one day or two days, shut it down early, like way earlier before yes. you get sleepy. You have to. Mm -hmm. And just do that's, it. Yeah. That's mommy advice. Okay, yeah. guys. <laughs> Let's we thanks again, everybody, for choosing it tuning in for season two of can we talk sports we are going to have a couple more videos that we're going to show next week but thanks again we really appreciate you guys we could not do it without you guys liking and sharing this video we really appreciate it. and we will see you guys next year Merry Christmas and a happy new year. Merry Christmas. Can we talk sports? Yes. Signing out. Icy, aka Icy Fashion. Carmen, <laughs> aka Mama D. And Karen Reese, that K dog, that K dog. <laughs> <laughs> All, All right, right, you guys. guys. Goodbye. Merry guys. Christmas. Let's go.